Stop enjoying it at some point. Hey, no problem. Don't do it anymore. God bless you. Love you. Ciao. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to 2020 motherfucking four. (laughs) (laughs) But before we celebrate the New Year, we have to celebrate the films from 2020 motherfucking three. This is our best and worst. I'm Lacey Lou, by the way. With me is... Uh, I'm Dan Chase, and I haven't podcasted in like seven years. Yeah, who are you? Are you still a podcaster? <laughs> Apparently so. Who's waiting for you? <laughs> Nobody's waiting for me. <laughs> Nobody's waiting on my shit. But you know what? Uh, if I'm not enough, we brought in a true professional, a true OG of the game. Ladies and gentlemen, Wildman Willis! What up, peeps? Those were excited to hear your top 10. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Top 10, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, it's definitely going to be interesting because here's the best thing about having Willis on this show because, you know, on Cut to the Chase, we do everything. Now, we met primarily through, you know, horror movies and stuff. That's how we know each other. But at the same time, obviously, you know, we find out that you love the Marvel movies. The, you know, we're, we're big into Superhero the... Superhero cartoons. Yeah. Everything. Willis is just... A, a, like I said, yeah, he's an OG. He's a pro. So um, I'm so interested to see what your list looks like this year, Willis. But before we get into that, uh, how was your year overall, my friend? Was it good? Was it bad? Was it and just... How did you feel eh? about the movies? Yeah. Uh, the movie-wise, it was decent. The year was good. I ain't had no complaint about last year at all, for real. Life-wise, nothing really stupid happened. So, <laughs> I, I was happy about that. Only thing I had to deal with was stuff concerning my daughter. That's about it, but she doing better now. Good. As a, that good. was the only thing I had to deal with this, this year, and that was near the end of the year. Other than that, that's about it. But what about podcasting with Nudie? Ha <laughs> ha! 
Podcasting with Nudie and the crew. You're always cutting up. <laughs> no, Nudes I love Nudie. We, we always have to give him a shout out. I fucking love Nudie. He's one of my besties. So yeah. <laughs> I, to, I know he'd probably want to be here right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> we did a New Year's episode that might not make it to the <laughs> But uh, yeah, I fell asleep on it. I, listen, I'm I'm old. What are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, you know, overall, um, I think the year was pretty decent. I know personally, like, baby, we did a lot of shit. I know it started off. We hit up a Celtics game in Indiana. We went and seen Marlon Wayne's. We saw. He was fucking dope. Marlon Wayne's was hilarious. Like, I didn't know how to take him at first because he came out and. And then Late. he got pissed off about something and walked back out. And we're, I was like, oh, I was All like, right. is that it? But he came back and gave one of the most heartfelt sets ever. Uh, it, it was fantastic. That was just an experience. Uh, My number one moment of the year, though, has to be seeing Adam Sandler. Oh, live. man, Adam Sandler. Like, that was oh, wow. Delicious. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, and, like, okay, what do you think? Like, you, you don't know what that is going in. Like, oh, he's going to maybe do some songs. Man, it was everything. It was like a variety show. And, and Rob Schneider opened up Kevin for him. Kevin James was sitting in the audience. Kevin James is in the audience. They, they It was just amazing. It was so he just had all his little crew there then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and we hit up 311, Papa Roach. We got we hit up mad concerts and shit. What else? So, was there another concert? Oh, oh, Rob Zombie. Rob and Zombie Cooper. and Alice Cooper. Uh, what else? Man, we did a lot. It was a year, yeah. It was definitely a year. So I, I gotta say though, and obviously, like you know, <laughs> there's not a lot of podcasting being done, at least on on my end. Uh, so I just want to thank you, Lacey Lou, for keeping the cut to the chase boat afloat. With my full house commentary. With your full house commentary. <laughs> uh, I joined her for one. Hey, you should uh, hop on with us. Did you ever watch Full House, Wills? I couldn't stand that damn show. <laughs> we should definitely have you on. That. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch all those shows. I could barely sit through Urkel. So. Right. <laughs> Stefan. Yeah. Um, no man. Yeah, so uh, thank you, Lacey Lou. I appreciate you. But, yeah, I thought it was a fantastic year for us. Obviously, um, a lot of highs and lows as well. But I feel like that's every year, unfortunately. That's just life, you know what I mean? And, yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of podcasting being done. But we saw a decent amount of movies. Uh, We went to the theater at least 40 times. Yeah, we – yo, Willis. Okay, so we got this place, like, right around the corner – we got a prime spot, dude. We got a we got a, a brewery right in the mall, dude, and it's fantastic. It's like right stone throw across the street here. So we collect points. Now, one of the biggest bummers of 2024 so, so far cool. is they slashed their rewards program, dude. They oh, no. fucked it up. Yeah, and we're gold members, and we go there, and we're they, dude. They treat us good, like we get free popcorn every time we go. We get free, like everything, totally just racking up points left and right. And now all it is is a punch fucking card system. So after every five movies, you get one free. Like a like oh, I'm clocking and working at a, working at a coal mine or something. Like before, like you spend like however much money you spend, like you get like a certain amount of points, and you can use that like as money. And it will pay for, like, your food or your beverages, like, whatever. And now it's just towards movie purchase tickets. And it's like, 
every 200 points you can use get a dollar off well and also too like we treated that like a dinner date so we got the food with it and that's not we'll still do that no i owe you damn right because they got some bomb food i'm just saying like the reward thing is kind of a bummer (laughs) yeah man so hey if you see a good deal out there fucking grab it because they'll slash it right in front of your face real quick but uh, that's happy 2024 hey happy new year fuck you uh, I, oh, and by the way, we still don't know if we get free popcorn. That that might be that might be the make or break for me personally. But uh, no, we saw a lot of movies, and um, I've been thinking a lot about the show. A number one because I haven't podcasted in a while, and I'm excited to do it with you guys. Take a drink every time he says he hasn't podcasted in a while. You'd be drunk already. We're just mm-hmm. seven minutes into the fucking show. But uh, <laughs> no, but honestly, um, nobody's waiting on you, baby. Nobody, not a goddamn person. But um. I'm excited to see you guys' top ten list. So, all right, baby, you you got to quarterback this thing for us. What are we doing? Are we going around the horn here, doing doing our tens? Uh, should we mention it or should we speak on it if it's on our list later on? What are the rules here? Um, the rules are there are no fucking rules. All right, all right, Don't all talk right. About all right. My- <laughs> <laughs> Fight Club's on my list. Um, yeah, I mean, like if the movie's on somebody else's list or if it's on yours, but it's ahead of whatever. Like, you can mention it if you want, and we can talk about it when it gets to yours, because if it's higher up, that probably deserves more credit. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. You know? Yep. So, um, does that work for you, Willis? Yep. All right. <laughs> well, well, Willis, you're really difficult to work with, I must say. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> well, you're our guest, Willis, so why don't you kick us off with your number 10 of Ooh, 2023. Let's go. My, my number off. 10 is starting off a movie that just came out a couple of weeks ago. The oh. Iron Claw. Oh! The fucking Zac Efron wrestling movie. Yep. That's amazing. Well, yeah, it was pretty good, even though I already know the, the whole story. And I knew they left some stuff out only because of time. And they didn't really want to really gut punch people. But they did right. anyway. But it would have made it matters even worse because it was another brother that they didn't have in the movie at all. So I understand that. But it was now, a good movie. This... Yeah. yeah. It was a very good movie. Yeah. Um. Everybody played their role. Even though some people didn't look like the people that they were supposed to be, especially whoever they got to be, Ric Flair, he couldn't even <laughs> do right or anything like that. I was shaking my head about that. I like the guy that they had play a Harley Race. He sound like him and look like him, even though the only thing that was missing, he was missing his white man afro that he had back in the day. But other than that, that's about it. Have you ever met Ric Flair in real life, Willis? Twice. Do you think he's a douchebag? No, he was just a chill old dude because it couldn't say but so much to him because he was um it it was a long line. So I basically got his autograph and shook his hand and said, "What up, Rick?" He said, "Hello." And his his wife at the time was sitting next to him, so I was talking to her for a second too until it was my time to go on to the next horseman to talk to them and get my autograph. So I had I haven't had no issue with Ric Flair. Oh, he was super annoying when I met him. Like 
he just had like these bitches like surrounding him <laughs> and like wouldn't like he, like wouldn't talk to anybody else except for like these little hoes. And like people were just waiting and these bitches like were there for like two hours just hogging up his line and I just thought that was a douchebag move. Yeah, uh, yeah, sometimes it'd be like that with some of them guys. So I know <laughs> how I I know how how it is. To me. Like, you know I'm mean? pretty sure he was talking those bitches. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, they lined up. He to went, suck woo! <laughs> Listen, I, yo, man, I, so I am not a wrestling fan at all. I love this movie. I thought it was great, Same. dude. And I didn't know shit about it. Uh, let me ask you a question. Did uh-huh. you cry? Because that was a fucking banger at the end. Did you cry at all? I- no, I don't cry at movies, but yeah, it kind it kind of choked me up at the end when they showed the part when um Carrie yeah. went to heaven and he met his yes. other brothers. That was kind that was kind of rough right there. So just said brother, I was like, oh yeah. man, oh that was a, no, what a fantastic movie, man. I'm I'm glad that's on your list for sure. Um, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that that would have been an honorable mention for me. I it was so fucking close. Um, it was close for me too. But like I'm not close to the source material. It was almost my number um, ten. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, it yeah. just barely. Um, like a movie's a five. Like, and keep in mind when we're doing these lists, it's all personal fucking preference. We're not saying right. it's literally the best movies of the year. No, it's just no, what no, we no. personally enjoyed and got the most out of. Right. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, no, and I, I think that one's going to be up for some fucking Oscars for sure. Yeah. Yes. I'll be heavily surprised because I don't necessarily think anybody else um, had an amazing performance as Zac Efron did in that movie. He was so good. Like, you felt his emotions in it, even though his face didn't look right. But that's okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Zac Efron's a very attractive man. He just was not in this the, movie. The dad was good, too. Um, oh, the worst was dad great. ever, man. Yeah, he sucked. He sucked. He was like, it's your fault. But, like, <laughs> yeah, it was just, um, it was a banger of a movie. I'll be honest with you. I just, um, yeah, I, I last second traded that out uh, for, for my number 10. But, yeah. Well, my number 10. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that, Willis? Even though y'all not wrestling fans, and for the people that want to see the the whole story about them and and yep. the actual company of, of WCCW at the time, there's a documentary. I think WWE still have it on the Peacock. The um the triumph and the fail um fall of WCCW. I think it might be still on Peacock on the WWE Network side. The Peacock. Yep, the peacock. Yep, I, <laughs> I, I think it still might be on there. So if you want want to watch it, there, it's like like three, two and a half, three hours. It's pretty good. Right on. Yeah. All right, baby. All right, number ten. Um, I now I was in the middle of watching another movie with this actor in it, which this movie could end up have been on my top ten, but I'm like twenty minutes away from finishing it. I just didn't get it in time before this podcast. Um, so, and that movie was a dream scenario, so that's possible oh. that that could have been number 10, but I don't know, because I haven't seen how it ended. So, and happy birthday, Nicolas Cage. Oh, right. His uh, 60th birthday today. And that movie was getting really good, too, towards the end. Yeah, I'm really was, pissed, because yeah. it probably would have fit in there somewhere. Yeah. Maybe, but yeah, if not, it's getting an honorable mention, because it is, like, good. 
Yeah. Hundred percent. But I have a feeling I would enjoy it. Either way, it would get an honorable mention. So So, yeah, right, exactly. But my number ten is I had a blast with this from start to fucking finish. I'm not a big fan of Aquafina, but whatever. (laughs) Um, I'm a huge Nicolas Cage fan. This movie needed a little bit more of him. But you know who I am a really big fan of now? Nicholas fucking Holt. Oh shit. Him and Cage worked great together in this, even though there wasn't much screen time. But I just, I thought it was so much fun. And the movie I'm talking about, my number 10 is Renfield. Um, I thought it was a cool take on Dracula. It was so cool to see Nicolas Cage in black and white um, looking like Bella Lugosi. How did you say his name? Lugosi. Lugosi. Okay. Lugosi. Yeah, I always fuck that up. Bella. But, I mean, he looked great in black and white. I thought oh, the movie was fun. And it was just creative and inventive. And I just really thought it was an interesting take. And... It was hilarious. It has the voice of fucking Sonic, or you might know him as uh, John fucking, was it John Ralphio from fucking Parks and Recreation? Hey, yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's, yeah. Fucking Sonic. And the fucking villain from 24 is the mother. Oh, uh, which dude. That's the season I'm on right now. So, um, but. My dear, my dear, she's such an evil bitch. I'm so sad that this movie didn't perform as well in theaters because I would have loved a sequel to it but I'm super happy that we're seeing Nicolas Cage in theaters again. Yes. Like super happy. I know he says he's only got like four or five more left in him but um, I doubt that. <laughs> right. Fucking Nicolas Cage. Amazing. Yeah. But yeah. So that's my number 10. That's your number 10. I thought that would have been a little higher. Interesting. Okay. Now I'm really curious what's fucking above that one. Mm. Well damn baby. Um, okay, so I'm glad, I'm very glad that made it in on your number 10, because I was kind of banking on it, making your top 10. Right. Because it just missed mine. I love it. No, I love it. We watched it again, though, and there's just, I think I had said this to you before, too, it's, it's not my type of comedy, um, a lot of it. And the action stuff was cool. Like, there was a corridor scene where you got somebody's fucking, I believe he beat him with his own arm. Something In the middle cr- of the courtyard? Yeah, 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 yeah. There were some dope scenes like that, but it's just not my style of comedy. Nicolas Cage is fucking fantastic. But in lieu of that, I would say, and I was debating with myself if this movie is kind of on par with that, it's pretty much equal. And like I said, I was kind of banking on you putting that on your list so we could talk about this one, which was No Hard Feelings, the Jennifer Lawrence uh, comedy. I fucking loved it. It you was. You just love seeing Jennifer Lawrence's tits. Fuck yes. 10. <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 list for sure. For sure. And I do love Even how. Even motherfucking 10. A 10. A fucking 10. Um. <laughs> I just thought it was great. I thought it was a refreshing comedy. It reminded me to rewatch that. Yeah, I really want to rewatch it. It reminded me of my hometown a lot, the town mm. it took place in, and just how like everyone is kind of broke and like it's just I don't know, it was just fantastic. I just thought it was like very refreshing. And I'm looking at my list and it doesn't really have that many comedies on it. And I thought early on, I said, this better fucking make your list because a lot of my movies on this list are very similar in nature, so 
I, I, I do think that, yeah, it, it deserves a spot. So I love Renfield. It's like right there with it, but I just wanted to talk about it. And I think everyone should check it out uh, and check out Jennifer Lawrence's titties and uh, no hard feelings. Yeah, it's an honorable mention for me as well. Um, it was it was right on the cusp there. If you could, I'm not showing you my list right now because I don't want to spoil it, but it was right on the cusp. Yeah. Did you see that one, Willis? Uh it was, nah. it was a little controversial, too, because of the plot. But, like, if you actually watch the movie, like, that, it's it's a, it's a basically an old-school comedy that's really pushing the envelope. And it works. Yeah. And, and they commentate on it. And it's it's very much, like, a lighthearted, um, heartfelt movie. And I dug it. Yeah, like, I I dug mean, it. yeah, we don't get a lot of rom-com shit like this anymore, like the 90s or the mid-2000s. Unless it's, it's like a it, raunchy. It's been dead. Like, oh, no, I wouldn't yeah. even say that. No. No, no, no. I think no, comedy's dead, period. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like comedy like, movies. You yeah. don't see that many of them um, until you get like a uh, a Cat Williams interview that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> and then that just fucking destroys the internet and everything. But uh, yeah, no. So that is my number 10. So yeah. All right. Um. What's your number nine, then, Willis? Let's cruise this bitch along. Let's do it. Evil Dead Rise is my number nine. Oh. Oh. I I really had fun with this movie because it was nice and gory and it was short and to the point. It didn't waste no time. It got to the the horror. I kind of liked the characters. So, and the goal was great for it to be on a regular movie at the movie theater it was just felt just like uh, another part of the evil dead movie so i had no complaint about it it felt like i w- it, it left off from the um 2013 movie well enough even though it wasn't a real sequel for real but it felt like it was in just in the same area as that right. movie. yeah i it does not make my list or even an honorable mention, but I see why people like it. I just feel like it's more or less the same, and it just, I just wasn't overall impressed. There were some fun moments with it, for sure. I really liked the, the DJ aspect of the, of the that record. That was cool. You knew that, that was coming back when he played that yeah, shit. I love like, that oh, part, yeah. but I yep. mean, other than that, like, <laughs> it was a pretty forgettable film for me, if I'm being honest, but I have to rewatch it for SPM, so maybe I'll come around on it. My, my main thing with that, it with movies like like Evil Dead Rises, right? So you have the 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 brand name of Evil Dead. So you could go a million different fucking ways. Oh, and the opener was a banger. I fucking right. loved the opener. That was sick, dude. I fucking loved it. But at the same time, you get into the same tropes to where somebody's possessed, some whatever, and then they know something about another person, the family, and they use that against them to get in their heads and it's just like a lot of the same shit, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of wish it was just like, mo- not necessarily like Army of Darkness, but like, I still feel like the perfect Evil Dead movie has yet to be made. If that makes sense, you know what I'm saying. I love the franchise though, and and I think it's it's a lot of fun. And that yeah, that movie's got some dope ass scenes, and I agree with you. I love the DJ stuff. And uh, that fucking main chick, that she was creepy. She was creepy as hell. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. No problem. 
You got anything else for Evil Dead Rise, Willis? That's it. <laughs> All, All right. right. Cruising along. Uh, well, my number nine, I literally had, this was like one of my highlights for sure. So it has to be on my top ten. Um, I had so much fun. I was so excited to, it's a franchise film. And it was, they were all first time watches for me pretty much. Um, I watched them like, like the first one or two, but couldn't remember them like at all. So it was really fun to revisit this franchise, the first two, and then to finish it off. I thought they were amazing. I was, it's kind of like binge watching a TV show, um, <laughs> you know, and I mean, they say he's the only true Hollywood star left. Mm. None other than Mr. Tom Cruise. Oh, and so you talk about Top Gun. No, that was oh. last year. Oh. And it wouldn't have been my list. But um, <laughs> I'm talking about Mission Impossible, Ooh. Dead Reckoning, Part 1. I had so much fucking fun with this movie. The effects were great. I love the villains. Um, I can't wait for Part 2. Um, it This, like, I had, like, you on the edge of your seat shit. This is just a really fun... I'm sad that it's going to be over after the next one, but... Um, I just had a lot. I had so much fun watching it with you, baby. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. It was. It's a. It was a. It felt like a true block summer blockbuster. Right. You know, I haven't felt that in some time, and this one just brought that all back. And I think I was sick when we went and seen it, but um, uh-huh. I I just had I I was so engrossed in the movie I didn't care. Um, I really enjoyed it, and I'm excited to see how it all ends. Yes. Do you think it's the final one? Um, I don't know, but I mean, it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Willis, did you uh, see the new Mission Impossible? Do you like those movies? I watched them, but I didn't see this last one. I guess uh, I don't even remember the one before that one, so I didn't even watch. It was Superman. It, yeah, I didn't. I don't even remember even watching that one either. For real, to be honest with you. It's a really dope train scene. And I will say that. Like, I, I, it, it's enjoyable. Yeah. Like, from start to finish. Like, the shit that they do with, like, the facial shit, it's just dope. So. Right. But, yeah, that's, at number nine is um, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part Uno. Yeah. Well, um, so that's mine as well for number nine. Oh. I fucking love this movie. It's great. It's the Mission Impossible franchise has always been dope. Some better than others. I didn't necessarily over the top like enjoy the John Woo one, but it's still like a John Woo movie, so it was fun. Like Tom Cruise on a motorcycle, just you know twirling around like a little ballerina or whatever the fuck he's doing. <laughs> but other than that, it's 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 one of those franchises that it seemed like it gets better and better, and it might take a dip here and there, but they're super high quality. When they brought in his love interest and they get the emo stuff with with uh, Michelle Monaghan, that's great because they touch on it throughout. But it's kind of in the background. But it's just a nice touch, and uh, and I love the cast. And I and like if you watch Tom Cruise doing these fucking stunts in real life, like he's fucking legitly insane. Like legitly, legitly insane. And uh, are people waiting on him? People are waiting on Tom Cruise. Me, though, on the other hand, not so much. But I just, I, I love these movies, and I thought this one was a fantastic entry. They um, they always have kind of a shtick in each one. They didn't necessarily have just one. They played into a lot of 
cool different angles uh, with this one. And I thought it was inventive and I thought it was creative and one of the most memorable little mini fucking car scenes that uh, you'll ever see. It's Willis, so fun. Willis, you gotta watch it. I think you'll yeah, Willis, it. Yeah, Willis, watch it, dude. It's fun, man. It's fun. I'll so probably end up watching it sooner or later. Yeah, yeah, you'll like it, man. I think you'll like it for sure. But yeah, yeah, uh, Dead Reckoning Part 1. When's Part 2 coming? Uh, it, was it was supposed to be this year, but, but with the COVID. Hollywood strikes. Chris McQuarrie um, does, does these, right? I think. Uh, with the his. Hollywood strikes, they delayed it a year, I believe. That's cool. What am I? All right, we'll bring it on. Those movies are dope. Yeah. Kittredge, you've never seen me very upset. Well, I think Tom Cruise even tried to, like, go in, or was it George Clooney? I, no, I think George Clooney and Tom Cruise both tried to, like, end this Hollywood strike. He was like, we need to make these movies. No, people. George Clooney wanted to uh, end the DCEU. But, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I think he might have. He succeeded. <laughs> 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 All right. All right, homeboy Willis, what do you have for your number eight? A movie I thought that was going to get hyped and hyped and hyped, and then once you go see the movie, I thought it was going to end up being some shit. But luckily the hype was well done because my number eight is Megan. Oh, Oh, yes. I went as Megan for Halloween, Willis. Did you know that? I think I had seen a picture of Halloween. <laughs> I think you did have posted a picture of it. How, 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 how did I do? You did pretty good. Thank you. That's insane, it. right? That's insane, right? <laughs> that, that was, it, was, it was so fun. And then I like the fact that on once they released it on Peacock, they released the um, Rated R rated- version. Even though it was oh. only like, what, 20 seconds added on to the movie or something like that. But yeah. it was still, it was, it was a, still a good throwback horror movie. It, it made sense. The, the character of Megan is something <laughs> that people really need to think about, especially with all this AI stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of really yeah. makes you think about how technology goes and if they actually had something like that what exactly would happen in that situation probably would end up being exactly like that especially if the program wasn't fixed the way it was supposed to be so yeah I had so much fun with Megan I love that like I mean (laughs) it's honestly an honorable mention and what's cool about it was it was a January release yeah, we, we talked about this last year about how uh, because Scream uh, Five came out in January as well. I think the stigma of January releases just needs to be done. Right, like it doesn't matter when a fucking movie. We're gets done released. with that. Yeah, shit. I feel yeah. like right. it's done. Yeah. Now maybe Night Swim might be a different story. But, Night Swim um, looks horrendous. It really bad. does. It looks like a, a Amityville. Ryan Reynolds ripoff, but um, <laughs> yes, we shall see. We haven't seen it yet, but um, yeah, no, I think the the January stigma has got to go away at this point. Now, right. Willis, uh, can, now um, I don't necessarily have a list, but you said you got some trash ones too. Can you give us one of your trash picks real quick? <laughs> well, one of them is The Exorcist Believer. Oh, I hated that movie. That shit was so fucking stupid. They, they had an Exorcist movie. Didn't have no Exorcist in it. This is how lazy, lazy the movie was. 
hey, we made they made an Exorcist movie. What can we do different? Hey, instead of have one girl, let's have two girls. Hey, right. guess what? Let's make one in black and one white. Let's see how that play off. Well, we're going to have exorcists, but we need an exorcist in there. Well, we don't want to put exorcists in there because of the stuff going on with the Catholic Church. So we'll just put all the different denominations in there and, and right. call it a day. But what really blew me about the movie, I was just thinking about the other day. If you watch the movie, I don't understand why the white girl died when it was the black girl who was the one who summoned the demons in the first place. So it felt like the white girl was paying for the black girl's sins. And it didn't make any sense to me why she died. It just didn't make any logic to me. It should have been the black girl should have got taken away. But then, I don't know, maybe people might have fussed about that. But that's just how I felt about the movie. And they had to drag Ellen Burstyn back out of there just the way they dogged her in there. And then they had Linda Blair at the end, which was a waste of time to show at the end. So, yeah, David Gordon Green need to go sit down somewhere because he messed up after them hot. Had a great Halloween movie and then did okay with Halloween kills and then just fucked everything up with Halloween ends. <laughs> he, you know, need, what, he needs a time what, out. What I told Dan is I literally fell asleep watching um, Exorcist Believers, right? But I woke up and all of a sudden Ellen Burstyn was on the screen, right? And I was like, oh, they brought her back. We kind of already knew that. It, it was cool how she got brought back, though. Because she did it on her terms, and she ended up paying uh, her salary. She got her salary paid to, this, like, so much money to be donated to this school of acting. So that's really cool of her to do. However, David Gordon Green knows how to fucking ruin a legacy character. <laughs> yeah. He did it with Halloween, with Tommy Doyle, um, Kyle Richards. Lonnie. Uh, Lon- like, Lonnie's well, bitch ass. Lonnie wasn't even really a legacy character, but... I mean, I guess he is. They could have done so much with him, yeah, though, I mean, that, whatever. Yeah, but he brings fucking Ellen Burstyn back just to fucking make her apparently an expert at doing exorcisms. <laughs> like, it makes zero fucking sense, right? So right. I agree that this movie should be trash fire. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. I do have a shit show as well. Oh, give it to us, baby. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Remember that one? Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, I have to go with, um, it is not a horror movie, but I was horrified watching it, um, which was the supposedly rom-com film with Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill. Oh, oh, I heard about that one. Oh no! And it is dude. so boring, and there is literally no chemistry between anybody in this fucking movie. You would think having Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy that would set you up for a little bit of success, right? Neither one is fucking funny in this movie. And to kick it off at the end, Jonah Hill and the chick who uh, I, I can't think of her name right now. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but literally, they had zero chemistry. That they had a CGI kiss. Horrible. So the kiss. <laughs> They don't kiss throughout the entire movie what? except for the very end. And yeah, spoilers. I don't give a fuck. This movie blew. Um, 
they literally had no chemistry. They did not want to kiss each other. They had to CGI in, CGI in that fucking kiss. Wow. So, yeah, that's uh, one of my trash fire movies of the year. Wow. I forgot about that one. That was bad. Yeah. Eddie Murphy hasn't been funny for a while. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, you are set Candy Cane Lynn. Would you say that's It was so bad. Candy Cane Lynn was fucking so stupid. It was horrible. Like, I wanted to, like, I did not laugh, even come close to laughing once. I was like, yeah, this is just like a paycheck movie. So is that one of your bad movies of the year? Sure, I'll pick Candy Cane Lane. Which was a Christmas movie? Candy Cane. (laughs) (laughs) There is uh, five right there, Trash Fire movies. Um, Shall we get back to some good ones? Let's do it. All right, who are we on? I think we're on you, baby. For number eight, eight, right? Yeah. yeah. Eight. Was was Megan your number eight? Yep. Yeah. I did. Wait, hang on. Don't look at my lists here. I just looked. so no, uh, yeah. So it would be eight. All right. <laughs> All right, coming in hot at number eight. This was something I did not fucking expect at all. Um, I had so much fun with this movie that I went and seen it twice. Oh! And Dan was super excited about it. This is definitely like a Dan movie. I'm sure it's on his list. He got a fucking <laughs> Christmas. Um, he, he got a Monopoly game of it. Oh, man. He got an Uno game of it. Like, I don't care. I, fu- I, I think I bought that shit for me, too. So <laughs> I had so much fucking fun. And I'm not, like, super nostalgic for the originals, but... This cartoon just had some fucking heart behind it, and I I loved the upgrades. I loved the music. I mean, they're watching Ferris Bueller. Um, You you know, you got Ray Filet. Ray Filet. Uh, My movie. And at number eight is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. I fucking love it. Seth Rogen did this, which I thought was cool. It's got Paul Rudd in it, man. <laughs> like, so many great actors. This movie was fun. Everybody that was involved in this project. And, Ice and it Cube. Just, it felt like a Saturday morning 90s cartoon. Yes. It just took me back to, like, golden years. And I fucking really fell in love with it. I really did. So, yes. for that reason, it is my number eight of 2023. Willis, I'm assuming that you saw this. What did you think yes. of this one? I love this movie. I really love this movie. It was so good to see the turtles once again, and they did something a little bit different with them. So I had no complaint because there's been so many different versions of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles since they came out. So it's just a, another version that they have. So I, I like that they did. Go with Shredder and the Foot Clan right off the jump. They started Thank off with something else. Love that aspect of it, dude. I I totally agree. Oh, Ice Cube, man. Ice like, Cube, it was so good. Super fly. fly, yo. It's so yeah. good. They they got so many different characters in it. And like, I'll be honest with you. So I kind of expected like, yeah, it's probably gonna have some dope moments. Probably some kickbacks to the '90s and and stuff like that. But whatever. But, man, they went hard with this movie. It was dope as hell. And it was genuinely funny. And it was just yep. so much fun to watch. And I'm like, damn, they are fucking killing it. And you're right. I love how they don't start out with Shredder. It's like, yo, 
everything's a franchise these days. Don't get, just just chill out. We'll get there. You know what I mean? And, right. uh, horse, I don't need this little horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need that horse. <laughs> but the the best, the weirdest part of the movie. I don't know if you guys felt this way, and this has no bearings on my rating because I I love the movie uh, so much. Um, is Splinter. They did Splinter was a little fucking weird, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that was Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like he did a great job, but he was just such an odd version and like it, you know, but whatever. I love it. I, I absolutely love it and I'm so glad um it's on your list, baby. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well we're at your number eight then. All right. My number eight uh wasn't too long ago, a couple months back that we saw this. Uh Hey, baby, if it's October. It must be Saw. Oh, my it's God. Actually, if it's Halloween, it must be Saw. But Saw, oh, okay. All right. I, I knew we were hey, here. Willis, October forever. We got to, uh, <laughs> that's my album of the year. But, um, yeah, no, uh, Saw X, man. Holy shit. Now, okay, here's my main thing with this franchise. Now, I love it. Willis, I know you love it. Yes. Uh, baby, I know you love it as well, right? So, there is so much going into this. Like, is it going to be good or is it not? How the fuck are they going to approach this? Because obviously they got Tobin Bell back and we hear it's between one and two. Perfect. Right there. Biggest complaint right out the gate. And I think we can all agree is Amanda's fucking atrocious wig. <laughs> <laughs> that, shit, that shit was so bad, dude. It was so bad. Other than that, I fucking loved this movie so much. My main question throughout was always, because, listen, I know who made the movie. This guy was an editor. He was, uh, uh, since the first one, he was editor on the fucking first movie. On all of them, he directed some. He's fucking very much in that world, right? But you also run the risk with a franchise bringing it back after that long, where I'm like, is this going to be more of like a soft reboot? So, yeah, we're going to see Tobin Bell, and there might be a little connection to the other ones, but are they just trying to kind of uh, gloss over certain things to get to the main elements of Saw to usher it in for a new generation? And honestly, I'm okay with that, but as a fan, I want that shit. I want that gritty shit. I want the things in this movie that makes every other movie in this franchise great, which is that connective tissue, which are those callbacks, which are those fucking montages at the end. I mean, that's what makes up a fucking Saw movie. And when that movie fucking reveals certain things and it hits all those marks, man, that sense of satisfaction I had inside, it was so great. Like, it was so rewarding. And as a fan to know that they've had some foresight to not only put a lot into this and connect a lot of things, but to also lay the groundwork for the future as well. Man, I fucking love this franchise. God damn. So yeah, saw X, man. I fucking loved it. Uh, yeah, I'm super glad that it's on your list. It'll pop up on mine here in a little bit. (laughs) All right, so we'll we'll come. All right, we'll get you guys' thoughts on it uh, after then. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fucking a. All right, Willis. Uh, what is your number seven, bro? Yeah. My number seven is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Ooh. Three. Ooh. Yes. Even though 
it's been a kind of shitty year for superhero movies this year. That was yep. one of the bright spots out of all the superhero movies. They had a great ending to those three movies. And yep. I like the fact that they focused on Rocket. And they really made you feel bad for a bunch of CGI animals. They made <laughs> you really feel bad with them. I kind of didn't like how they did Adam Warlock. They made him kind of like an idiot, and he's not really right. an idiot in the comic book. But other than that, I, I, I had so much fun with this movie. It was so hey, good. Hey, grab the handle. Now what? Push the button. Now what? Now open the fucking door. <laughs> hey, I, I was laughing my ass off when he said that. <laughs> 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 now this one also pops up on my list a little bit later. Oh right. Yeah. So you want to give your thoughts on it after? Later, yeah. I'll give the thoughts on it right now because it is also my number seven. Uh, holy shit, did I love this movie! And if anybody is an animal lover, you're gonna love this movie. You know, it just like Willis said, it tugs on your heartstrings. And man, that one scene fucking with Rocket. I mean. You know, there's certain things, it's very cliche, yeah, it's a Marvel movie, but man, sometimes they just fucking hit, and goddamn, that opener with Creep, with Rocket singing Creep, and then the parallel to that at the end, when everybody's dancing around, man, I got fucking goosebumps on goosebumps in this movie, and I, I honestly, um, it, 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 it's hard to kind of rank movies like this, because I like other movies for other reasons on this list um, that kind of put it higher. But I don't want to take away from that because this was the emo movie for me, man. This was everything to me. Like, I just felt it. And, Not even top five? Uh, no, no, no. It's down there. Yeah, it's it's down there. Like, I listen, This I've said this many times before, and we've talked about this a lot as well. My list is extremely interchangeable. Um, I don't put that much thought into ranking them just because those these are my movies, like right. period. So where, how that list changes, it could change from day to day. Um, right now, some of the newer movies are a little up there because they're recent and on my mind more. But yeah, um, I think some of these would have benefited from a rewatch for sure, just to see where they fall. And really. that's on me. I should have watched. Yeah, no. And I want to watch Guardians again. And it was just fantastic, man. The holiday special last year was fucking great, too. Just like what Willis said, too. What a great way to end that. Uh, in a way, you know, it's it's Marvel, so they set that shit up at the end for, for fucking Quill. Yeah. Right, but uh, for Star Lord. But you know what, man? I love that movie so much. I kind of want to watch it right now. I'm looking at my Guardians of the Galaxy 3 poster right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Willis, you want to give us another shitter? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the Flash! That oh, that's, that's one of ours as well. That's yes. my one worst movie Let's of know. the year. That movie was just so fucking stupid. They wasted my man Michael Keaton's Batman. Ezra Ezra Miller as the Flash was irritating, and you had two of them on the screen. And then he, the bad thing about the movie was. He didn't learn a goddamn thing at the end of the movie. He still did the same shit that he right. wasn't supposed to do in the beginning of the movie. Everybody kept on telling him, he wasn't supposed to do this. Don't do this. 
He did it anyway. Michael Keaton Batman told him what not to do. And at the end of the movie, he still did it. So it just didn't make any sense at all. The movie just, the plot was just raggedy. They they wasted so much stuff that could have been good, especially that whole Flashpoint storyline in the comic books is so well done. And they even did it better with the cartoon movie was even better. But yeah, I, I, that movie made me mad. Mad as hell walking out the damn Flash movie. Dude, and just, like, fuck the Flash for a minute. They're bringing back Keaton. Like, okay, they... Just to make him the big fucking Lebowski? Oh, my God, like, Willis. What the fuck was that? Willis. Like, wearing moccasins and a sweater? That shit was so disrespectful. Like, okay, and then... Well, he, the same guy who did fucking it. Now, now, Willis knows more than anyone. Now... Batman in the comics, you got him in the alleyway and you got him fighting aliens in many different situations. Personally, though, I don't want to see my Batman fighting aliens. That's my biggest fucking problem. You get Keaton back and he's fighting a fucking CGI Michael Shannon. Right. <laughs> didn't even who was even ragging on the movie himself. Like, everybody's a part of it, and everybody wants it to be great. Even look at Nicolas Cage in that movie. Right. Like, so about like, are you kidding me? What a fucking joke. And and I got to be honest with you. Like, holy shit. What a fucking tragic end. It's not the official end. I know Aquaman's out right now. But what a fucking tragic end to... The DCU is just tragic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, so, that yeah, The Flash was a hot mess, Willis. I agree. Uh, Clooney at the end was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, the kid inside of me was even like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> I like that. Like, ended on a joke. Right, and that's what it was. It was like so much opportunity to do so much stuff, and they they like they just did nothing, and and it was just such a horrible end. And I'm so glad that uh, that made your shitters list. <laughs> yeah, man. So are we? What number are we on? Uh, we are on. Are you got your number seven, baby? Did I? Uh, did you? Teenage Mutant Number Turtles was my number eight, right? Okay. Well, yeah. did you do your number seven? Mine's was Guardians. Guardians, okay. Mine so. as well. Oh, so should we just skip over me then? Yeah, because, oh, yeah, so my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, okay. yeah. that's no, why I got confused. Right, Sorry. right, right. Yeah, yeah. no, we're good. Uh, yep. Yeah, so my number seven is uh, actually a film that um, Mr. Wildman guest joined us for to review. Oh, oh, oh. Do you know what movie that is, Willis? Oh, God damn, I don't even remember. <laughs> 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 I'm a Barbie girl. Oh, Barbie world. <laughs> oh yeah, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think one of my favorite things this year on social media. Like I hate social media, but it was really fun just to see like wow, right? All the douchebags come out of the woodwork, <laughs> right? Never seems yes. to amaze me. Like this movie wasn't made for you, but maybe it should have been because it. Like, it obviously triggered you, you know? Like, maybe learn something from it, as opposed to getting offended by it. Um, right. It's a fucking movie. But there's things that, like, are so poignant in it that I think it had a great message. Like, it, you know, it, it, 
I don't know. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I think the characters were fun. I liked the music. Um, it was it was quirky. It was weird. It was kind of wild. Um, yeah, I thought Margot Robbie played a perfect Barbie. You know, I mean, that's what she was supposed to do. Um, yeah, I thought there was a. I, I loved all of the references throughout. Will Ferrell was a little bit over the top, um, but overall, I did wholeheartedly enjoyed that movie i think that everybody involved did a great job and it was just a lot of fun so uh coming in at number seven for me is barbie (laughs) yeah barbie did not make my list but i really dug it i thought it was great i love the message i wanna push you that was great uh, everything about it. I kind of want to go watch it right now. Right, like there was so. I want to watch all these movies we're talking about. But like we said, well, like we said before, though, I feel like as a dude, like I don't give a fuck about a Barbie movie, whatever. Um, Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, the leads. Okay, all right. Like, you I'm are in. kid enough. But then they do like a 2001 reference, and I'm like, huh, interesting, because like that's just like a, it's like kind of like a not like a deep cut. It's it's a pop culture thing, but for like movie There's fans. Several of those in it. So yeah. I was like, okay, this is gonna be this is gonna have some possible layers to it. This could be fun. And you know what? It was. It delivered. Was it over the top in its messages? Absolutely. It's a fucking Barbie movie. Hello. What, what do you mean? So I thought it was great, though. I thought it was heartfelt, like you said, and it was just like, oh, it was fucking. It's great. So yeah, I. I <laughs> Barbie did not make my top ten list. It did at one point. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna, this is gonna make it." It did not, but it's definitely an honorable mention for me. I thought it was good. Awesome. Yeah. It did it make your list, Willis? Yeah, it made my list, but I had to save it f- for later. All right. Oh, okay. I love that it made his Ooh, list. Ooh, all right. All right. So that was my number seven. So that means we now go to Willis's number six. Yeah. Well, it was a movie that was already talked about earlier, a couple of minutes that Dan glowingly talked about, and that was Saw X. Oh. That's my number six as well. Willis. Yes. <laughs> I really love this movie. I love the way they pull it off in between. Part one and two, they explain everything that went on with that. They made you really hate those characters in that movie. It made you hate the healthcare system as a whole. And made you feel sorry for Jigsaw, even though we're not supposed to be feeling sorry for a serial killer. My only ding about the movie was they could have did a little bit better makeup or something. With Shawnee Smith to make yeah. her look a little <laughs> bit younger. But then I look at it like this. This was still after she was a cokehead or something like that. She was still recovering. So they could get away yeah, she, with uh, that. Right. You, know, you right. know what, though? Saw X was a win for the horror community. It yes. did so freaking well in the box office. I'm so proud of this movie. I really am. Like, Everybody was like, ah, it's tired, it's done, where can they go with it? And surprisingly, this movie had me in tears at times. Yeah. Like, it it was really, like, I loved how they did it all, honestly. Like, I thought it was super creative, super smart. The only thing that I really didn't like and that keeps holding me back from pushing that into my top five and why it's only at number six is because I just really did not like the lead villain 
and yeah. the the ending of her i thought that could have been a lot more creative like oh now you guys are gonna fight to the death and you have to breathe through this wall like right like right. That, 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 it, right. it needed to have a bigger moment which it in the it end will. of the trailer or the end of the um, credits or mid credits, and that left you wanting more, and that's what Saw does. Yes. So, but like, I was like, I wanted to see that. Right. Like, it left me wanting a little too much more. Right. Like, so I, I'm hoping that we get to see that actually in the next film. It's that right. balance, though. It's like, where do you keep her alive? Because like, we did, we wanted her head. We did not get it. We will get her head in the next one. Yeah, well, because a lot of the times with the Saw films, though, is you get, like, at the end, it picks up right where the last one left off. Right. And we don't really know where this next one's picking up on. Like, it could right. pick up on the end of right. um, well, Saw, but Saw 3D. It could pick up um, right. from the end of this one. Like, there's, it's a crazy timeline now, but right. it's fun. And, I mean, if you're bringing Kramer back... Again, then it's gonna probably pick up at the end of this one if yeah. Or now that Hoffman, we we still don't know his yeah, name. right. We don't even know it happened right. You know, it was right. so much fun binging these movies as well. Oh, this was man. and that's why I will never not binge them when one's coming out. So we'll be watching this franchise again this year because we're getting another one. And Yo, I'm super yeah. For it and 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 that excitement right there, like don't count that shit out because that's what gets people excited. And back in the theaters, and 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 back in it, and and wanting more of these movies, you know what I'm saying? Because like like you said, it was beneficial. if it's Halloween, yeah, like it's crazy, it, dude. It's yeah, you know. but it was beneficial to watch all of them. Oh yeah, you, oh you, you pick forget. up on so many things, yeah. like totally the references totally. to six in this one, and it's we're only at technically, I guess, part two. This is the real part two, or, right? Right, yeah, it's so, 1.5. You know yeah, saying? so it's cool. It's brilliant, and and listen, that's the fun of Saw. You can bounce around with the timeline, and you can have a lot of fun with it, and now, now the fact that we haven't even included Hoffman's storyline, and we're still over here, too. I mean, you know, Tobin Bell is no spring chicken, so right. I'm hoping that there's... Uh, I put a baseball cap on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But no, I love this franchise. People love this franchise. And this is the movie that solidified it with the heart. And like you said, turning a serial killer and, and making him sympathetic. Now, that's been done in the previous movies, this solidified him. You seriously felt sorry for him, and it was just like, "What is happening?" He just wants to live, but man. that, but that also played into the vulnerability, the vulnerability, uh, the vulnerability of Jigsaw in this movie, which also led to, "Yo, are these guys actually gonna get away with it?" And then when they played that, and I was like, "No, nah, this is fucking Jigsaw, motherfucker! Like, you're not gonna get over on Jigsaw, right?" And so. It was so satisfying as a fan. I'm like, it was almost like a, a game that they were playing with us. Like, hey, um, it, to the true fans, like, no, this isn't going to be something that we just wash over. This is going to be a banger. This is going to connect deep roots, and we're going hard with this. And so as a fan, I was beyond satisfied. I was so happy with that movie. Yeah, you got anything else for Saw X, Willis? I think I cut you off there. Sorry, bro. Yeah, no, sorry. I'm no, I'm good. I explained exactly all I needed to explain about that one. He said what he said. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> and, and that's all I got for it, too. I'm super excited for the next one. So yeah. that was my number six as well. So we're 
moving on over to you, Dan. All right. Uh, yeah, we talked about it earlier. Um, I got to go back to it, though, real quick. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles grew up with this franchise. Uh, this really just delivered. And again, besides Guardians, this is the one that really pulled on my heartstrings. And, you know, much like the Saw franchise, like we were just talking about, you know, these properties... There's so many elements that make them great. It's not just like, hey, Raph needs his fucking, you know, sigh and and Mikey needs his nunchucks. There's there's deeper things that you can really explore. And I feel like they hit every single one, uh, as did Saw. Um, And, you know, there's so much to be said about attention to detail and the respect that is given to these movies. And, no, I say movies, you're talking like, the cartoon and 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 these these characters and these toys that we all grew up with. I mean, I didn't have a Ray Filet, but I wish I did. You know Ray what I mean? Ray. <laughs> like that shit. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That shit had me in tears. Granted, I was on edibles. Did but you like, like your Christmas gifts? Oh my god! Yeah, yo, yeah, she got me. She got me everything, Willa. She got me the whole fucking thing, the whole shabazzle. And, uh, I wanted yeah. to get him toys. <laughs> I, I, um, I, Would you open them? Of course. I always open them. <laughs> always. I never open toys. I yeah. don't give a fuck. I still I, I still think about my original Megazord. But that's another show. Uh, probably coming soon, actually. A uh, little hint. But, um, no, I, I just think um, <laughs> it's just a great movie. And I was so proud of it, like, as a fan. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, know, you just feel, like, proud of a movie. Like, yeah, that's my shit. I feel like they were speaking to our generation. But at the same time, it was cool enough. And, like, they were throwing in some new generational fucking stuff. Obviously, there was, like, a lot of new age stuff. And I actually kind of felt, like, a little old in some respects. But at the same time, it's, like, it, it's a reminder of this property and how dope it's been and how we grew up with it being so dope all those years. It's almost like, listen, youngsters, this is how it's really fucking done. And I'm proud of it. And I'm proud of that movie. So that is my number six. Mm. Yeah. All right, we're getting into that top five territory. Should we name another trash one? <laughs> trash. <laughs> I watched the I watched the blue the black demon that um oh. shark movie and that joint was horrible. The CGI was bad. They didn't really do anything with the shark for real. To be honest with you, I didn't care about the characters. It was just long and drawn out and boring. For it to be a shark movie. Yeah, I, I heard a lot about that, and, uh, and I saw the cover, and I was like, "Oh, it's a shark movie." I thought it was a whale, but I was like, "Oh, it's a shark movie." Okay, and then uh, and then review after review, just shitting on it. So yeah, <laughs> this one's probably going to be divisive, and I think it's probably one that you consider trash as well. I could be mistaken, Dan, but. Um, I was so disappointed in this director, like, because I really loved his first two films. And this one just did absolutely fucking nothing for me. I was bored. It was long. It was overdrawn. It oh, was, there was too I know what much, you're going to say. There was too much going on. Like, the parent, everybody will tell me it just went over my head. I don't give a fuck. I hated it. I was bored. Bo was fucking afraid. Fuck that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The previews look bad. 
It's Dude. so dumb, Willis. It was so Do bad. Do not waste three hours of your life watching Bo is Afraid. Oh, no. And you know what? You know, what, you know what it is, too? Movies like that, they try and be, like, cerebral in a sense. And the, the movie with Nicolas Cage, that was an interesting take on it, right? But And it's but, not three hours long. Poe is Afraid is just him with mad anxiety and people just running at him and, like, attacking him. And it's <laughs> like... If you if you have anxiety or anything like that, like this movie's not gonna fucking help you. And like I get it, it's all art for Joaquin Phoenix. He's a fucking fantastic Joker and all these things, but at the same time, just not my cup of tea. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Now, now you were saying, um, I thought you were gonna say. I think this was last year though. The uh, Viggo Mortensen Cronenberg movie. Oh, that w- that made worst of last year. That was that Rise was so. Of the future. Co- yes, yeah, I thought that's year. what you were gonna yeah, say. Actually, no. yeah, my bad, I got that confused last year. No, you're good. Interesting. Bo is afraid. Yeah, I so fucking you agree with that. I fucking hated that movie. Yeah, no, that like it's weird. Like I don't really like. I went into that one thinking like, oh, like this is gonna be something interesting, whether I like it or don't like it. And I honestly just walked out of it kind of disappointed because they often just, it's like a paint by numbers, like very broad strokes version of like, this is somebody with anxiety, but we're in his head. Like, yo, show me fucking Eternal Sunshine. Like, that's a movie. That's a fantastic movie that actually explores themes. Like, stuff like this. It's like, he has anxiety. Like, motherfucker, take a Xanax movie over. (laughs) (laughs) you know but yeah right well it is that time to get us into our number five top five five, baby let's do it all right willis kick us off your number five bro i got a tie for number five tie for number five because two of these movies are comic book movies and they're almost the same type of style one of them we already talked about was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and the other one was Spider-Man Across, Across the Spider-Verse. Okay. All right. Ninja Turtles, now, we already discussed about Ninja Turtles, but Across the Spider-Verse was basically the same thing as paying homage to all the Spider-Man media from start to finish, from the new stuff to the old stuff in the middle. That's how the Ninja Turtles movie felt as well. So, even though it left off at, at a cliffhanger, which I yeah. wish wish they didn't leave off at a cliffhanger, but I still really enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed how they developed um, Miles even more as a character and him being as a his own Spider-Man, and also, even though the Spot is a joke character in the comic books, they actually made him menacing at the end of the movie. Yeah, what a dope villain! That was yep. sick. Yeah, dude. The, my my thing with the the second Across the Spider Verse movie was this. Um, it wasn't. It was. The, the animation kind of almost gave me a seizure. Like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, it was weird. It, it's, it's like this. Like, I, I appreciate it. 
I just could not like my maybe it's my body, my eyes, like it couldn't adjust and I I couldn't like perceive things properly and it just kind of looked fuzzy to me. It just looked fuzzy. I don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? And like I get it, maybe it's because I'm just getting old. But like I'm just saying, like I'm watching it and I'm like, man, this is like distracting as fuck. Everything else I really dug. I love the Gwen Stacy stuff. I love um, all of that stuff. And, yeah, I, I, I like how, like you said, they pay homage to everything. And especially now with the video game, I mean, people love the Miles character. People have always loved him. But now it's like, yeah, that, that live action one is coming quick. The the new stuff um, that they added into this was, was cool. However, it was just a, a lot of recap from the first one. <laughs> it was the it me. was kind and, of the and first one. I don't movie. know yeah. how many times I am. What was his name? Uh, Morales, and I was bit by a radioactive. Spider. My name is Ma Morales. Yeah, like, they I did that it. a like, bunch. Yeah, I get it. You're in the multiverse. Like right. you have to keep saying it. But like I, it was like annoying. But um, right. I no, I and I had no idea going into this that this was a middle fucking movie. So like oh right. And so like as I'm watching it, I was like, okay, well why are we not getting to the what we need to get to here? Right. Like, right. And like I That's was like, it, right. I was like, all right, we're at a stopping point. What do you mean this is a middle movie? Right. I really <laughs> had no idea. Maybe I should have looked into it more. But um, yeah, no. Uh, who stole the stole uh, show? Uh, Daniel Kalaya. Uh, okay. Oh, oh Spider, yeah. Uh, P- Spider Punk. Spider Punk was fucking. Yeah, great. definitely stole the show. Like, there's some really fun moments in this one, but I do prefer the first one. I'm a little sad there was no Nick Cage uh, Spider Man Noir. Yeah. But um, he needs his own movie. I hope it happens. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah, the Scarlet Spider too. Like, it was so cool to see but some I love of those that characters. Pick. Yeah, I do too. I kind of want to rewatch that though. Maybe my it would be Spotify. a little well because we saw it in the theaters though, and that's yeah. why it was fucked with me. So maybe if I watch it on the TV, I like it more. But yeah, man, that was weird because I mean, Spider Man was my shit, and the Scarlet Spider. Uh, I had a lot of those comics, and I was like still a little confused as to like who was who. I was like, wait, this isn't even Peter. What the fuck is going on? So uh, it was interesting to watch, and uh, I'm excited because. I'll be honest with you, movies like this are really paving the way, too, for, like, Deadpool right now about to come out, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, listen, we've gotten... I'm so excited for that one. Oh, my... Willis, are you excited for Deadpool? Yes, I am. Big time. <laughs> like, dude, it's such a great time. I mean, we've had Days of Future Past, and, and obviously, but, like, man, I just want it fucking done well, and uh, every time there's a Spider-Verse movie that's that's... Yeah. So poignant on so many aspects of the you franchise. Steal my word. Poignant, poignant. Yes, he did. It did indeed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I just think they nailed it, and I think that uh, they should be taking cues from them. So yeah, good pick, Willis. All right, all right, number five for me. Yeah, do it. Um, this one came out of fucking left field. Um, I, I still haven't seen this director's first uh, feature debut, uh, so I'm definitely going to watch that at some point this year, but I absolutely fell in love with this movie. I thought it was beyond creative. We went on a whim, and it was literally so fucking fun. Like, it was my number one for the longest time, <laughs> um, up until my number one came out. But, um, yeah, this, uh, so it dropped down to number five, but, um, 
that doesn't take away like how great I think it is. It's very divisive in the horror community. Mm. Um, but I give zero fucks. I thought it was creative. I was in it. I wanted to know what was going to happen. It was cool. You got to see some Mia Goth titties. Oh, um, Mia the Goth titties. Mia Goth titties. The Gothist. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited for Maxine. Um, but yeah, um, the movie that I am talking about is... James. James, you little bitch. Um, <laughs> uh, is Infinity Pool. I, I just thought it was a very cool concept. I love vacation horror. Um, it's fucking wild. It's out there. Um, yeah, I, I remember people were like upset because they're like, they should give like a seizure message before the film. Like you know, the strobe lights. And I'm like, oh, calm down. Sit down. Calm down. It wasn't that seizurific, I don't think, but whatever, right. it's fine. Right. <laughs> I love this movie. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I don't give a fuck. I loved it. Oh, yeah. What a fucking movie. It's on my list, too. Uh, we'll get there in a few, yeah. Uh, I got some shit to say about this one as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, was that one on your list? I doubt it, Willis. Nope. Oh! <laughs> Have you seen it? Yo, Willis, it is No, I haven't up. seen it. Well, if you want to see some Mia Goth titties. I don't even like her. <laughs> I, didn't even, I, didn't, I didn't even like um the move, that movie she was in. What was it? X? I didn't even like that. I didn't even like X. Because it just felt like a, a, a bootleg version of Motel Hell. <laughs> yeah, but did you see in Pearl they found that Superman? Yeah. What do you think of that, dude? Because like, that's all we got to well, go by, right? we got Lex Luthor. We do have a Lex Luthor. And it's Nicholas fucking Hole. Yes. And please give me more Nicholas Hole. All I want the movie, Superman movie, is to be well written. That's all I ask. I don't don't care who Superman, as long as it's well written and they make Superman Superman and that Superman be like Goku off of Dragon Ball Z just tearing up cities and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like those those Superman movies that they had lately, that whole DC. Yeah. yeah, that's all I care about. As long as it's wet, well written, I'm good. Hell yeah, I agree. Well, that's a good pick, baby. I love that movie. That came out early too, didn't didn't it? Early in the year, yeah. It was early like the, the first year. movie I think we've seen in the theater. No, Megan was. Megan, I think it was the second. Megan one. Megan was, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, what's your number five, my love? All right, number five, this fucking movie. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, So just saw this very recently. Uh, Number five is fucking Saltburn. And if you haven't seen Saltburn, just fucking do it. Um, I thought it was just fantastic. I thought it was – I thought it was okay. And then – then the ending kind of uh, pans out the way it does. And then it went to fucking great. It went to fantastic. When you have good music to accompany extremely fucking cool cinematography and and just fucking super dark subject matter, um, it's just it's just perfect for me. And they I think they fucking nailed it. They knocked it out of the fucking park. And I didn't know if they were going to. I didn't know where it was going. A lot of the, uh, a lot of the movie, and uh, <laughs> pretty fucking iconic end scene as well. So yeah, like it just had all those fucking things. And um, you know, I always have found that the movies that kind of 
manifest or, or permeate the most in my mind and I think about just randomly, like I can't fucking get out of my head for good or bad. Like it's not necessarily you want these things in your head, but that shit is just ingrained itself into your fucking cerebellum. Like I will not be able to forget some of the shots of this movie. So number five is fucking Saltburn. And it came out of left fucking field. It just came out. It just came out and holy shit, I loved it. Like I didn't think I was going to love it. It's, it's not necessarily my jam, you know what I mean? But it's well acted, it's well fucking everything, and it's one of those movies where you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop, and rarely does it ever meet your expectations. Well, this surpassed it, and it left me with a smile on my face. Number five is Saltburn. Holla if you hear me. Holla! <laughs> 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 I almost choked on my Pepsi. All right. All right. That Willis. Uh, I think we're at your number four. My number four is Godzilla minus one. Oh, we have not seen that one. Oh, man. If you want to see an asshole Godzilla, this is the movie for you. <laughs> Because he is just mean and dirty for no goddamn reason whatsoever. <laughs> he he even looks pissed off through the whole movie. I ain't never oh. seen Godzilla look this pissed off ever. And it's supposed to be, I guess, the the begin the origin of Godzilla, I guess. But the reason yeah. why I called minus one is because this is right after the bomb got dropped in Japan. So oh. when Godzilla come through and tear up shit, they not on my one, they on minus one. Because they got to start all over again because of goddamn Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> and Godzilla, don't be a dick. And for it to be only a May they said maybe it cost fourteen million dollars to make the CGI and everything looks better than some of these two hundred million dollar movies. I'm looking at you, the Flash. I don't, uh, I don't understand uh-huh. how they made this movie look so good, and they actually did something that very seldom happens with a Godzilla movie. You actually care about the human beings in this movie. You actually don't want to see Godzilla show up. Because you know when he show up, he about to fuck up shit for everybody. So <laughs> that's why Godzilla minus one is my number four. Wow. Baby, what do you think about that? Because I personally, like, I kind of wanted to see it. But, like, I know there were a couple that just came out. Like, I know there's, like, a Kurt Russell show, too. So I was, like, I don't know. It's kind of a lot. I'll get around to it. There's but, a lot that we didn't actually get to see. Like, yeah. I, feel like, I wish we did I, now. And, and, like, we didn't even, like, re-prep for, like, we, we got in a few today. Um, But, um, oh, God. um, Man. Um. Yeah, I mean, Godzilla really isn't my thing, but, I mean, I would watch it. Tell the Godzilla story, baby. We've told the Godzilla story before. You want to see Godzilla? <laughs> All right, there was this little boy, and we're waiting in line. We, were, I think we were getting tickets to go see Ma, and Godzilla something came out. It was Monster uh, One or King something. of the Monsters or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. And sorry. Anyway, so we're, like, waiting in line to get our tickets to go see Ma, I think it was. And um, <laughs> there's these two little boys in line. 
and this little boy goes up to this other guy and like the, there's like a huge family of these people and like Godzilla already started right and so this little boy goes up to this other little boy that's like with his family and he goes you gonna see Godzilla and the little other kid goes no he goes I am <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but here's the best too, part they, they were too late so they couldn't actually go see so Godzilla. he didn't get to go see it <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Never uh, but yeah, no, we'll watch Godzilla. We, we didn't even watch Fast and the Furious. This no, week. that had we to go. Still have, we didn't watch Killers of the Flower Moon. No, nope. like, there's other movies that could. John Wick Four. John Wick. Like yeah, there, there's there movies that. John Wick Four. Yeah. No, and that's always gonna happen. I'll be honest with you. A lot of people love John Wick. A lot of people I watched over five hundred fucking movies. Yeah, there's exactly like who's got fucking time for that? Like we rewatch some of these. Like what more do you want? But I will say that Willis's um you know recommendation for this and other people's yeah, as well. Yeah, that's cool. People love this movie, so I cannot wait. And all you really is eleven in this one? I don't think so. No, no. No, this uh, is from, this is a Japanese made Godzilla movie, so it ain't, uh, had n- nothing to do with anything that's going on with the um WB stuff. Matthew uh, Broderick okay. is in it. All right, never mind. <laughs> um, all, right. <laughs> all right, so yeah, what do we got next, baby? Um, I have a feeling that this one is definitely on your list. Ooh. Um, I just don't know at which position. <laughs> okay. But um, because I know you loved it. Um, I really liked it too. I just don't think I loved it as much as you did. Mm. Um, it, it it's cool to have a whodunit slasher. Yes, it's um, it, it it was actually really dope, and I love like I don't want to spoil it because I know a lot of people haven't seen it yet. But it's an instant holiday classic at this point. <laughs> a lot of people waited many many years for this movie. Um, Me. Yes, you, and I'm, I'm sure it's probably really high on your list. Um, but it's <laughs> about only, as high as I am right now. But <laughs> but it's only coming in at number four for me. But I, I did really enjoy this. Um, I'm excited that it's getting a sequel. It did that well. We, I think the horror community cleaned up this year. There was some like yeah, they did good. Yeah, I mean, people turned out to go see this shit. I mean, unless you had like box office bombs like Exorcist Believer, but. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I really love this movie. Um, it's fun. It's I, I, I'm excited to see what they do in the future. Like, there's so many homages to like classic '90s, '80s, and even like '70s slashers in this. And right, the way that Eli Roth delivered the the holiday with the Black Friday experience, even though we don't really get that anymore because of COVID. Um, but it's what it used to be, and I think he just gets that as a director. Like he gets moments, and um, what would trip people out? And there's some really great death scenes in this as well. Yeah. Um, it's fun. Um, like I'm gonna watch it every year. It's an like I said, it's an instant classic. And that movie is Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'll have you about that, baby. Yeah? Oh, I ain't mad about that. That's amazing. Is yes. it on your list? <laughs> Talk to me in a few minutes. I already know where it's at. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, <laughs> is it on your list, Willis? It's not on my list, but I love the movie. All right. Cool. Yes, sir. Honorable mention for sure, then, eh? Yes. Definitely. Cool. All, All right. right. What's your number four, Dan Chase? All right. So number four, um, you know... It's 
it's it's it's tough when you get you know um a franchise movie especially this far in because it's so hit or miss is it going to be good or whatever especially cuz you got different directors coming in or whatever uh Creed 3 was a fucking banger I loved it I thought it was fucking great and I know people don't like this movie yeah, I just don't fucking care I thought it was great. I thought it was it just had a classic feel to it. Its simplistic nature was just kind of um it was balanced well. And I'll be honest with you, uh when the movie started, it uh and I've said this before too, it was one of my favorite fucking parts of anything this year is uh they start playing the fucking beat from Dr. Dre's The Watcher from 2001. And they're just playing the beat, like, a little bit of it. And I'm like, oh, shit, they're playing The Watcher. That's dope, or whatever. And then they bring it into the score again, and they build it up, and they build it up. It even makes its way into the Rocky fucking montage where you get a fucking Watcher remix, and it's fucking fantastic. And that's what a Rocky movie is is basically. That's where it, it gets won or lost for me personally is in the montage Creed II's montage sucked, I thought. This one was a banger. And the music was done perfectly, I believe, directed by Michael B. Jordan as well. I fucking loved it. And let's face it, there's like... No, your mother's no Sharon Stone. And Jonathan Majors, who the fuck knows what's going to happen with him. There's a right. whole... You were, well, there's shit going on with Michael B. Jordan now, too. With oh, no, for real? And, what happened? Like, I, I think he was drag racing somebody oh, or something. Shit, for real? And I don't know if there's alcohol involved or not, but yeah, he like crashed his really nice car. So we'll see. I Damn. mean, I know that they were talking about doing a Creed 4. It was so good, though. And, and like, you know, just everything about it, it just felt classic. And I also felt like they did a good job with. You know, not necessarily relying on Rocky. And I, I was really struggling with that earlier on. I'm okay with it now. Like, he can fucking hold his own. And and I just thought it was a great fucking movie. And I was really curious as to where it would kind of fall. But uh, this is one of those movies where what I talked about earlier, how I think about a movie a lot. This was one of those movies that I just think about nonstop. And the family angle with his daughter and and his wife, I love that aspect of it. So, uh, yeah, Creed, Creed 3. Yeah, that almost made mine. It, yep. It's definitely an honorable mention. I did enjoy it. I like the music in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was probably my favorite out of the three Creed films. So You were in it when yeah. we were watching it. You I, I were really like, oh, my God, this is fucking great. Long, it was in my top ten for a very long time. Hell, yeah. Um, Hell I yeah. I really actually enjoyed this year for movies. It was dope. It was a good I don't year. think it was as good as 22, but um, it I thoroughly enjoyed a lot of these movies. So. Hell yeah. Did, yo, did you see Creed? Uh, yeah, I went to see it when it first came out. It was a good movie. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. I really right. enjoyed it. Oh. Hell yeah, man. I don't know. Like I just love it so much. And I hope they make more and more <laughs> of them. And I hope they're they're of that quality. Because, like, yeah. it, you know, and it brings that emo factor. Um, uh, uh, and the, Michael B. Jordan directed this one. But what was yep. the Cosby mom line in it? It was wasn't it the, like the most ridiculous thing ever? Oh, like we're like, oh, she dying. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> it was just like it was. That was kind of a weird subplot. But other than that, I just love the movie. And uh, yeah, number four is Creed three. 
All right. How many more shitters you got, Willis? <laughs> Let me see. I got Blue Beetle. I didn't like that movie. I didn't even finish. <laughs> I didn't even finish it. I got. I couldn't get past the first twenty minutes of that movie. That's how how annoying it was. I hated the fact that the family acted like this boy was twelve and he was a grown ass man treating him like he was a twelve year old. The family distracted me from the whole movie. And then when he finally got the blue beetle suit, it it looked so bad looking, and it and it looked like a bootleg Iron Man movie. <laughs> hey, but Willis, Willis, check it out though. It's a superhero, but he's Mexican. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but it, 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 from when they had him in the cartoons, it wasn't even that bad off. In the cartoons when they blue beetle. I don't know. The comedy aspect that they was trying to pull off was just irritating. So it just took me out of the movie and I never bothered to go back in the in the um it just looked like they just stole the um script from the first Iron Man movie and <laughs> added an alien suit to it. Cause the bad guy was basically the same bad guy that was in the first Iron Man, Jeff Bridges, except it was Susan yeah. Sarandon. That's about it. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Susan Sarandon in that movie, too. Like, what are you doing here? Right. Right. <laughs> like, okay, you're fine, but whatever. It's it, it's one of those things where that movie, um, I, I it was getting a decent amount of hate. And I remember I was like, I didn't hate it, but also... All these months later, I could not tell you one scene from it other than George Lopez being like, hi, hi, hi. Just some of the most, like, over the top. I don't like George Lopez. I, I don't hate him either, but it's just like. I didn't mind the movie. It's a silly movie, though. But Blue Beetle, I love how that's on your list. That's great. <laughs> um, a shitter for me. Yeah, I loved the first one, and I thought this was like going to go in the right direction of the DCU. Okay. Um, and it's a Christmas movie, and it was great, and it was fantastic, and it was Shazam. Oh. But part two, Shazam, really fucking sucks. Yeah, that was horrible. Like you I know, could not get into it. You know what happened with that one, right? No, you know why that reason. movie was so bad off? Because they added a whole what? bunch of stuff that wasn't supposed to be in there. Because one person and one person only did not want to do the movie. It was supposed to be... Rock was supposed to be in there as Black Adam. But right. Rock did, did not want to be in the movie because his ego was too big. And he wanted to fight Superman in Black Adam Part 2. So that's the reason why that script was all messed up because they had to put makeup characters for that movie to um replace Black Adam as the bad guy. Wow. Yeah, they put a dragon in there. Yep. They what they the sab- rock sabotage <laughs> the shit because of his eagle. ego. Ego. We smell what the rock is cooking. It smells like shit. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I don't even know the rock. I I didn't know any of that. So I That's crazy. No, I I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. That's crazy, dude. No shit. Oh, makes sense. Uh Well, shit is almost full. And it's time to get to Willis's number motherfucking three. Yeah. Well, we already talked about this one. 
and it's Barbie. That, I just, yeah. I love this movie. I thought, how can they make a Barbie movie interesting? And they did. And <laughs> it was different. That's the thing about yeah. the movie. It was different. Visually and storytelling, it was different. And the studios are trying to get them to make a part two. Margot Robbie says she doesn't want to make a part two. The director says she doesn't want to write a part two. So this might be a one and done, and it should be just a one and done. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't know I what agree. I don't know what else they need to do. You know, I think they made their point. It was clever. Right. Right. Um. Yeah, I love that it's your number three. Though. That's awesome, dude. Hell yeah. I I had a lot of fun with that one too, and you know, you're just a man hater. That's why it's not on your list. That's not why. You no. <laughs> but. but but, but but the You're amount I am not yourself right now. No, I'm just fucking. I you. will say this: you it bought was, it for me for Christmas. Come on, Eli. I did buy it for you, and I, yeah. But it it is it is fun to watch these people go at it on the internet, and they've been going <laughs> at it all year because of this shit. And it's a fucking movie. And it's so great though, because like uh, you know how people say, "Oh, you expose yourself." Yo, I already know. That these people feel this way. So to see them just try and like justify their bullshit is some of the funniest fucking shit ever. And I love it when a movie is such a commentary on where the fuck everybody's at right now and how delusional some people are. It just makes for good entertainment on Facebook. <laughs> That's all. Right. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. So hell yeah, man. My number three? Yeah, yeah, do it, baby. I think some people are going to be surprised where this one is coming in. You motherfucker. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, do, do you know where I'm going with this? I know exactly where you're going with this. It's like, I had a hard time with it, but I do love it. Like, it's my favorite fucking franchise, man. Like, it, but it's it, it's like not the best one. Like, it's like, I, I still have a hard time talking about it. There's no Sydney in it, man. Like I like this this franchise is like so near and dear to my heart, but there are so many cool things that really did get added into this movie, and the soundtrack is so fucking fire. And I love the emotional aspect that they bring to these characters, um, because you have to have that if you're not going to bring back my OG characters. I mean, you killed one off in the last one. In this one, you don't even have the lead, um, which should have been the lead in the last one. But I mean, they were trying to go for a new direction with it. I. But I don't I don't give a fuck. I still really, really like this movie. But it I, just, I have issues with it. Like, the the killers aren't the greatest. But it is fun. I do like the ending. Mm-hmm. I do think they should have fucking killed Mindy. And that might have made it number two, at least. But they didn't. They kept her alive and put her in the stupid after credits scene. I fucking hate Mindy. I hope she dies if they bring her back and redo this. I don't know where it's going. But it's a profitable franchise. So I know it's coming back at some point, um, even though it seems to be up in the air right now. Uh, Scream is not done, but my number three for 2023 is Scream 6. Yeah, baby. I love the opening. Oh, it's so good. Willis, did you see Scream 6? Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I don't remember much of the movie. The only thing I remember remember was when they went to the Ghostface Batcave. That's the thing I remember oh, about yeah. that whole movie. <laughs> that, that was dope as hell. I, I thought that was fucking great. And it plays into the whole New York thing. I, I'm, I'm not going to say much because it's on my list too, but I'm not quite there yet. All right. Well, what's your number three? Infinity Pool. 
Yo, oh, wow. this movie is so fucked up. Um, it we watched this early and I fucking loved it. It has been on my mind since the jump, and like it's one of those movies that the premise it's it's kind of hard to wrap your head around in a sense because it's kind of depraved in a way, and you gotta understand the motives of certain characters in order for certain other aspects of the plot to kind of play out. But when it does, and when they do, and you're putting everything together, you're like, damn, this is fucked up. And I'm also like, damn, Mia Goth, you need some eyebrows. But uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic. It was one of those super fucked up movies that I feel like, um, you know, now this day and age, it's not like VHSs or anything where it's like, oh, you know, you tell your friends about it or whatever. But I do feel like as of right now, uh, not enough people have seen it and or are talking about it in relation to other movies. Uh, I just think it's better in so many different aspects. And uh, I also, uh, I think I prefer, well, I can't say that, but I think I prefer this dude over his dad. But I haven't seen that much of his dad's work. And again, History of Violence is one of my all-time fucking favorite movies. I think it's brilliant. And I just love it. Ed Harris, you're the man. So, um, yeah. Maria if, Bello. Maria Bello in a fucking cheerleader's uniform. And, uh, yeah, I just thought it was, it was fucking great. And I want to watch it again. But it's we're one going of, to. Yeah, we're, we're going watch to. watch it for SPM. Oh, that's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and, yeah, I just thought it was a super fucked up movie. So, uh, Infinity Pool. Yo, everyone go check that one out. Super fucked up movie. Yeah, I you think did. I know exactly. Yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Is. Whatever. Keep keep yeah. it moving. All right. <laughs> um, which I think at this point we've come to realize that this is the first year that we do not have the same number one movie. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know what, Austin Schreier, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> he could have fucked himself a long time ago. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, because of Barbie's where that all started, but oh, um, right, right, yeah. right, right, yeah. Um, but no, he had made <laughs> a comment that, that uh, Dan only likes everything that I like, and that our lists are always the fucking same. And we didn't. I, I really thought my number one was going to be your number one, so it's kind of crazy that it's not. But that's okay. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, look, it's it's like. Again, it's first of all, you got to get into how people fucking rate their movies. Now, if you want to talk about that, like some of these movies, oh man, the fucking theater experiences have been fantastic. We've right. had some of the best date nights, some of the best fucking, like the, the fucking Turtles one. Like, you know, we were dying. Like, it was just so much fun. So, like, obviously, everyone's going to have a different um, experience or whatever. Right. And guess what? we're seeing those fucking movies together. So yeah, generally speaking, we're going to see a lot of the same movies. Also too, you turn me on to a lot of shit because I pretty much know what's out there. I depend on you, Merriman. Uh, I, I, I do not depend on Merriman anymore. No, he weeds out the really, <laughs> he'll let me know though. Cause he watches a ton of bullshit and he like does, yeah. somebody like nudie. Cause he's done, you know, with the plex and like, I'll look at what Willis is watching and like, there's certain people that, like, you know, you like, trust. I'll get a general feel 
for what it is. But of course our movies are going to be fucking similar and we're going to have similar experiences if they're good experiences. Like, yeah, that's what happens when you have two people in a relationship that are watching the same movies and they enjoy the same same podcast doing a list about those movies. Shocker, folks. That's how life works. But anyways, um, yeah, like I, uh, I'm so glad it's on your list. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got to get to Willis's number two. Let's do it, Willis. Peach, Peach, Peach. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's my number two, Super Mario Bros. I, I knew it. <laughs> it's an honorable mention for me, but I had a feeling, Willis, because I knew you loved that movie. And I was waiting for it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. How, I don't know how they pulled this off with <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Being so good because it was just like watching the video game. That's all we ask. Make the movie like the video game. We don't right. do nothing. Don't add nothing. Subtract nothing. And make it something that it wasn't. Just right. the video game. And that's exactly what they did from the movie, the music, the characters, and everything. Everything. Yep. You know, some people might have complained that Be- Peach was a badass, but Peach has been a badass in the video games for a long time now. So that's oh, that's I mean, she's the one who fucking floats and she Mario could glide. Too. Yo, that was the dopest thing to have. That was she like the raccoon with her fucking thighs. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Mean? So yeah, I just loved it, especially the soundtrack, Peaches. And just a lot of music that they have from the actual video game itself. As you hear it in the background, you hear certain tunes and certain songs from different levels of the old game. So, yeah, I just love this movie. And it looks great in 4K. Oh, yeah. We went and seen it. um, We did the, what is that, where the chairs move? Before the act. Oh, dude. 40X. We wouldn't seen this in 40X. Fuck that shit. My little old ass. I was like, my feet don't touch the ground. My legs hurt. I'm getting old. It's moving me. It's spraying me in the face. Ooh, that smells good. <laughs> like, that was quite the experience. <laughs> yeah, it, I hated that. I fucking hated it. But it was just No, like, you liked the movie, but you hated the Oh, oh, no, the movie was fire. But, like, yeah, the whole... Like, I don't want to be sprayed with fucking mist. Especially it was during COVID, too, wasn't it? Like, there were still some COVID things in place. And yeah. I was just like, I don't I don't like this shit. But, uh, yeah, the movie was fucking fantastic. And when he broke out the uh, raccoon tail at the end, it was fucking great. Now, I am curious to see because, like you said, they didn't change much. And it felt very classic in a way. So, I am curious to see what they do in the future if they decide to proceed with some sequels because we don't want them at a wedding down in Hawaii like Sonic. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm it saying? Was so unnecessary. Like we don't want that. So was they, that movie last year or this year? It was last uh, year. Yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey is fucking ridiculous. But yeah, like that's I just, his last fucking movie that's where he goes out. <laughs> right. I don't yeah, know, right? I don't gonna retire on that one. But what a great pick, Willis. Yeah, I yeah. fuck. I really honorable mention for sure. It did not make my list, but man, I fucking love that movie. Yeah, it was great. Hell yeah, hell yeah. You ready for my numero two? Yeah, baby, give it to me. Oh man. Okay. So 
I was waiting for something just to like really make me go, I love how fucked up this is. <laughs> I like fucked up shit. <laughs> like beyond fucked up shit. Like, I don't know. Like stuff that makes you think. I like I like revealing montages. Yes. Like I love dope ass music. I love shit that's was set around the time that I fucking grew up in. Yep. This movie, like, I felt, like, oddly connected to it. Like, I didn't know, like, going in, I was just like, okay, this is all right. And then all of a sudden, I was like, okay, this is gross, I can't even look at it. But oddly, like, you can't look away either. It's one of those things. And it's about, like, elitists and social class. And, like, you kind of know where it's going, but then there's so many, like, shock value moments in this fucking film that... When the reveal happens, it's amazing. And, uh, like, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Is that but, you, Farley? But um, <laughs> I really fucking loved this movie. And um, Dan already talked about it. Um, it came... It, it's just like what Promising Young Woman did. It's by the same director, Emerald yeah. Fennell. Yeah. Um, she is a voice. I'm so excited to see what she's going to do in the future. This cast was awesome. You so many up and comers, you know. Um, God, you had Gone Girl in it. You had the fucking little mm. bitch from Killing of a Sacred Deer, who Barry Coogan, who fucking nailed it again. I love Killing of a Sacred Deer. People hate that. That's another fucked up movie. That's the level of fucked up I like, you guys. Like, and hey, that's our Joker now too. I, I I loved it. Like Saltburn is amazing. Murder on the dance floor is like <laughs> oh, my man. new favorite fucking song. Can't like, get it out of my head. <laughs> no, I love it. Um, and if, if you notice these top three movies that I have, all three of their soundtracks, it just moved me. So, like, I that's why music. Like, I don't listen to a lot of music to be honest with you. I only do when I watch movies or TV. And that's how I connect with it, though, is through the music. Right, and right. Just, music is so important. Powerful. And, you know, these scenes. And it really does enhance the movie theater or movie experience for me. And so the Scream 6 soundtracks was incredible. And that's what propelled it into number three. Mm -hmm. um, this soundtrack was amazing. Uh, God, they're even watching The Ring fucking in this movie. <laughs> yeah, but they are. It, it's great. Um, but yeah, so number two for me is the very, very fucked up salt burn. Yes. Yes. Unbelievable. Very good review as well. I, uh, yeah, we watched, uh, oh, Promising Young Woman herself is in it as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, you well. know, it's just one of those movies where, like you said, okay, it's going to hit this beat, this beat, this beat. Yeah, it does that. And then it does some other shit too. And it's one of those movies that you're not going to fucking forget after you see it, you know? Never. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it uh, immensely as well. And I'm so glad, like, because with you, I think this, um, in terms of your personal taste, like, this is right up your alley. And, yeah. and you know, um, I don't know, I've, I've just become to appreciate, like, movies like this because of everything that you just said and then some, and I just want to say it's really fun experiencing it with you and, and just kind of, you know, taking it all in with you. Like, you're extremely perceptive, but, like, we were watching it, and you had watched the movie before me, right? Yeah. Because I had fallen asleep. Shocker. Shout out to Nudie. And um, so when we were watching it, 
<laughs> towards the end. I was waiting on you. You were kind of waiting, kind of like what we're doing with Sons of Anarchy, but flipped. Yeah. Right? Except uh, you don't spoil shit for me. So I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay. You're I asking see. me so many questions, and I just give you nothing. Not even You wouldn't give me expression. shit. Not right. even a facial expression. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Fuck you. And uh, and I thought I knew where it was going, and uh, and you know I was right about some things, wrong about others. But it, it's very refreshing to get a movie like that that just feels like it's fucking right in your fucking face, and it's like, oh damn, okay, that left an impression. So yeah, thank you for uh, turning me on to fucking movies like that. Yeah. It shits fire. I think of movies like uh, what's the other one? Oh god, um, Excision. Oh yeah. Or um, shit like that. Yeah. Or trash fire. Yeah. Right. Movies like that that are just so dope and so Ricky fucking. In, and overall, you know what? I think it is, baby. I think it's poignant. It's poignant. Yeah, he's always selling my shit. <laughs> always. Sorry, I couldn't resist. All right. Well, let's get to your number two. I have a feeling. Can I guess? Yeah, go. I have a feeling it's Scream Six. It is indeed, baby. Yeah, because I know what your number one is too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. I yeah. mean, I'm not like it's. You're, I'm not reinventing the wheel. Well, I love the things that I love, though. What do you mean? Like, so, okay. I'm so disappointed in you, but that's okay. For what? We'll get there. Well, yeah, but, like, you always say that about everything that I do. <laughs> like, I feel like... Especially this, my movie picks. This is the first year we're not sharing the same number one. I feel like we're falling apart. Why? How so? Like, we're going our separate ways. Well, wait, well, <laughs> like They're I'm, all fucking right there. Okay, listen. Scream 6, though, for us... Um, you gotta, you gotta imagine that obviously, like this is our favorite franchise, but like we watched everything leading up to it, and we were just so fucking amped, theorizing, and just that, <laughs> no, that, that's why like, I was waiting for that laugh because Willis, if you knew the sh- like how it'd be three a.m., bro, it'd be dead silence, like the crickets would be sleeping, and Lacey Lou would be just like. It can't be Stu, because if it's Stu, and she'll just fucking start talking about the movie. Right. Just start going. Billy's father. But but you know what's fucked up is my brain is there too, so I'll just like, I'll just go right with it. He entertains me. 100%. Oh, because that's where it's at. So the amount of entertainment, just that aspect alone, it's, 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 it's insurmountable. So with that said, the movie itself, I agree with what you said about it. It's not the best screen movie. I thought it was tons of fun and again i i love how um there are just certain moments in it that uh you pick up on like written and directed by richie kirsch like that laugh that you gave it, it like jolted me into it and i realized how ridiculous this franchise has become <laughs> but also how self-aware it is and it realizes that and it's having fun with it going forward right. so yeah that that fucking opener i mean come on and unmasking in the opener it's fucking fire. Um, everything about it, I just, I, I just loved. And obviously the music as well. There were a few songs that we still fucking rock to this day when we're partying and having fun. Bitch, uh, I am the smoke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they made you love these fucking characters that, like, we just got to know in the last movie, which kind of built them up. But I feel like this one solidified them. Who the fuck knows? Like, I, this is the real truth in in this house like should have killed mindy though should have killed mindy for sure but with the nev campbell thing personally i'm just kind of over it all 
And I'm just waiting for the dust to settle because this franchise will get picked. I'm not worried. Like, it is what it is. I think everybody knows, including the studio, that in order to stick the landing in a Scream franchise, you cannot do it without Sidney Prescott. So I don't mind. Take a little time. Do what you got to do. But fucking nail it. I'm not going to live forever. Give me that shit now. I agree. All right. I I retract everything I said. Thank you. Give it to me now, motherfucker. I want Scream 7. Give it to me, baby. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Right. You said we should just end it on that. Right. But uh, no, uh, Scream Six, I loved it. It was just a whole vibe. It kind of encapsulates like half of our year. Um, and I know it came out early, and I know it's not a lot of people's favorite, and I know it's not a great movie. It ranks high for me because Scream has always been uh, one of my personal favorite franchises, and it just uh, like when when it can fucking make your heart drop in the opener, like. Holy shit. And it hasn't done that in a while for me personally. So it did it in this one. So there you go. My number two. Scream motherfucking six. Of course it's me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Willis, have any other shitters? I didn't watch it, but my mom watched it and said it was some <laughs> trash. Rebel Moon. Oh, Zack Snyder's Star Wars. That's exactly what she said. She said he didn't do nothing original with that movie at all. He just took Star Wars and and added worse CGI and worse characters, but just followed the same damn plot as the original Star Wars. Wow. (laughs) She said it, 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 it was just a waste of time watching. Because there was Jack- nothing original about that movie whatsoever. <laughs> I haven't heard good things. And yes, Jack Teller is in that. And uh, I have, personally, I might still watch it because, uh, I don't know, I'm always curious to see what Snyder brings to the table. Yeah. But, but, like, yeah. Oh, and by the way, while we're on the subject, if Ahsoka was technically a movie, that would be probably my fucking number one or two. Because that shit was fire. If a TV show, I if I had to throw in a TV show yeah. that was like a movie for some reason, it would have been fucking Poker Face. What about you, Willis? Any TV shows? Oh, Poker Face was so good. It was Chucky. so fucking oh. good. I'm in love with Ryan Johnson now. Yeah, Ryan Johnson. For me, it's Chucky. <laughs> oh, Chucky, yes. We are an episode behind. Dude. But yeah. Chucky is amazing. That's Thank my you show for right there. That's, dude, what, and, it's fun, and, yeah. yo, but again, much like Saw, a franchise that just gets it and is perfect for television, like, man, some of those endings to those episodes are, gory. Are, are, like, iconic now, and, and with Chucky, with the Santa episode, that little fucker. Yeah. Chucky the White House. Chucky <laughs> the White House, and then they just keep bringing Devin Sawa back, like, come yeah. on. Dude, it's so brilliant. Talk about a fucking self-aware franchise, man. Right. They they are killing it, dude. Yeah, yo, great pick, Willis. Great fucking pick. <laughs> um, the last trash fire movie that we have. Yeah. Um, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the movie that we uh walked out on, which was um, she came from the woods. Like, oh I, I don't yeah. Even fucking remember that movie? I have to rewatch it for a podcast I'm doing, but. Um. Yeah, we we walked out on it. It was that fucking dumb. You know what the the weirdest part of that movie? The thing I remember most about it. It was one of those smaller theaters. Um. You know that. You know, like you know how they got 
big ones and then there's ones with like i don't know like 12 to 15 seats like half of them were fucking full when we went in. Oh yeah. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Is and now it's a Tubi original. Played in the fucking theater. Right. I'm like, what is happening? That tells me everything I need to know. Yo, we walked out, and I also think some other people walked out too. <laughs> it was uh, bad, dude. Before we get into our number ones, I do have to say I think the most overhyped film, and one that needs to be talked about, which is an honorable mention. But the most overhyped film for me that everybody was talking about had to be Cobweb. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it has some good Halloween atmosphere, but it, like, literally wanted to be malignant. And it was some really bad CGI there at the end. Um, the movie was definitely overhyped for me. Um, now, to counter that, a mm. movie that I think more people need to fucking see that I'm going to add to my Halloween rotation every fucking year. Oh, it's going to be Dark Harvest. Yes, Willis. If, if you you have, see that? If you have not no, seen I haven't Harvest. heard of it. Bro, oh, it's, it's so, so good. Fucking give it a watch, bro. It's so okay. good, dude. It's, that shit's wild. That's a Halloween movie, like, through and through, you know? It was great. Like, some great deaths. Like, it's, like, kind of like a mixture of, like, Pumpkinhead a bit. It's like, cre- yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's creative. Wild, dude. It's great. Give it a watch. Yeah, that shit's fire. Oh, yeah. Good good pick. Yeah, baby. so just wanted to talk about those. And I think that um, some honorable mentions before we get into our number ones, if you guys don't mind here. Yeah. Um, the Meg 2. The Meg 2 was fucking I had dope. A, I had a fucking blast with that Yo. movie. I did not think I was going to like it. We got free tickets. We went and seen it. I love it. I, I want to own it, it. It's ridiculous. I think it's going to, I think people are going to love it in 10 years yep. for just how ridiculous it really is. <laughs> um, a, an independent film that I watched for the Fantasia Film Festival, um, which was Hashtag Manhole. Oh um, my God. That had, if, if you're a fan of Japanese <gasps> oh, horror, shit, um, I forgot definitely about that. give this a watch. Um, I wouldn't say it's, like, specifically horror. It's kind of more thriller, but it has a lot of twists and turns in it, and it's a really good time. I highly recommend it, which is hashtag manhole. So if you can find it, definitely that watch that one. That was a crazy movie. Um, Talk to Me was all right. Um, that could go up on rewatches. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. Um, it didn't, like, blow me away like a lot of people. No Hard Feelings was on there. What about The Last Voyage of Dimitri? That was trash. <laughs> Uh, I didn't hate it. It was the Dracula uh, fucking uh, ghost ship. Yeah, or, so yeah. that's about it for my um, for my uh, honorable mentions there. If anybody else has any they want to add before you get to your number one. You got anything, Willis? Not, nothing really. Yeah, man, it's, it's weird. Like, there's a lot of good movies that were released. I think we covered the vast majority of them. You know what I'm saying? But... There's always going to be a laundry list of fucking shit that came out that uh, that that haven't even, you know, come on our radar. So, yeah. I could predict his number two, but I don't think I can predict his number one. Uh, I thought it was going to be across the Spider-Verse for some reason, but... Um, <laughs> all right, Willis, hit us with your number one film of 2023. Yeah. Well, if you know me, and if you know my favorite thing to collect... They had a movie come out this year that felt just like the cartoons. And they did my boy right finally was Transformers Rise of the Beast. What do you mean? Wait, hold on. Willis, they did Optimus right, you mean? Yes. Finally. 
They made yeah. Optimus Prime, Optimus Prime from out of the old cartoon, and not the the murder bot that he's been in the Michael Bay joints, where all he <laughs> wants to do is rip somebody's head off and, and everything. And they added the beat the um Beast Wars characters in it, and it made perfect sense. And we got Unicron, so that was even better. So they got stuff from G1, they got stuff from Beast Wars, they got stuff from Transformers Armada in it. I just like the movie yeah. because whoever made this and wrote this was Transformers fans and it seemed like it. And plus, they did something else with the movie. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Maybe they'll do them right this time too. Is G.I. Joe. So, oh, hey. I did hear about that. So, yeah, Transformers Rise of the Beast was my number one movie of 2023. Dude, super sad because honestly, I hadn't heard anybody say anything about it. I had heard, like, yeah, people liked it when it first came out. Like, you know, some of those early reviews are like, oh, it's good, but. I don't know, like, I get confused about who's doing the Transformers movie. Like, is it, it's not Michael Bay anymore, is it? No, or, he, he's, but, a, he's but, just an executive producer now. He's not actually making the movies like, anymore. Perfect. Okay, yo, that was my shit growing up, was the fucking Beast Wars shit. Like, that was the coolest shit ever, dude. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I just kind of didn't prioritize it because I didn't hear anything. But it's your number one, dude. I I gotta fucking go see it now. Like I kind of want to watch it after this. It's <laughs> nice and action packed. And another thing I like about it, you actually like you did with Bumblebee. You actually like the humans in the movie, so you didn't well, mind it. being in it. But it this one focuses more on the actual Transformers than it does the humans. Oh. Yeah, that's high. That's and, how it should be. And, Fuck you, Shiloh. Hey. And Optimus Prime looks like Optimus Prime from the the old school G one Transformers because it's the um it's not the long nose truck. It's the um it's the short nose truck that he is off of G one. Only thing is yeah. he don't have his trailer. That other than that, that's about it. He don't need it. He's fucking Optimus Prime. Yeah, but you know, off of the original cartoon, he had his always was having his trailer because oh, he was a tractor trailer. So yeah, that's the that's the only only thing missing is his tractor trailer. Other than yeah. that, that's about it. Dude, I'm excited to see that now. I'm so happy that you're number one. That's dope. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so time for my number one. Let's do it, baby. Do you do you have any guesses? Um. Yes, but I'm not going to say it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. I can't think of it. Uh, I, the moment I watched this movie, I knew it was going to be my number one for the entire year. I knew nothing was going to dethrone it. Um, I it, When movies get to me the way that this movie got to me, made me feel for, as Willis said earlier, CGI oh, I I animal. Yes! Um, the music in this, the, the love story, like, uh, it has like my favorite quote of the entire year in this film. Like, 
uh, I bet we were fun. Like, oh, oh my fucking yeah. God. Like, ha- like, I think had you rewatched this fucking movie, we would have the same that's fucking your, number one. That's your beef. I, I get that. Like, I accept I, like, that. Like, we're so mad emo. I, I accept, accept that. that. Yeah. Like, I mean, this movie screams me and Dan. It does. It really does. Are you a little sad now? Yes, but like... like, The movie's so emotional. Rocket Raccoon finally gets his story told. Like, it's been building for movies, even across, you know, the multiverse. Like... Look at the poster. We have the poster. Like, it opens up with fucking Creep. Like, I mean, the, uh, the dog days are over. They're dancing. Like... The be- the best part. Like, this movie is so heartfelt. Like it's it so just good. it got me. Like you hate the villain in this movie. Oh, like, so fucking you really much. Fucking Fuck that hate dude. Him. Fuck that and, guy. Oh god. And, no, you get Michael Rosenbaum in there, Nathan Fillion. There's so many fun moments and lightheartedness, but yet it's extremely fucking emotional. And like we were holding hands. Like no, this yeah. no, don't die. Like even there at the end with like fucking Chris Pratt, I was like, no. Right. And right. like the fucking dog, bed dog. Like we quote this bad movie dog. all the fucking time. <laughs> this movie was a way to end a fucking trilogy, man. And yeah. they went out swinging. James Gunn did his goddamn thing with this thing. Hell yeah. It's the best one of yes. the three. I fucking love it. It's emotional. It's hilarious. The soundtrack is fire. The acting is great. Like, it, it doesn't have the happy ending necessarily. It does have, like, somewhat happy, but it doesn't have the ending that you necessarily want it to have. Right. But that's okay. Right. Like, you don't need that in every fucking movie. And I think that's why I really fell in love with it is because you're not getting what, you know, like, you want them to get back together. You want her to remember. But she's not the same. That's not the same person. It's not. And, you yeah, know, it's and sad. I, I, I love shit like that. Like... Ugh, like it's more authentic to me, and I just feel like James Gunn knew these characters, knew what he was doing, and I, I was blown away by this. I did not think going into it I would be, and man, uh, my name's Floor, but like, uh, like the like the movie's fucking emotional, man. It's like, so I, yeah. I love this movie. I want to go rewatch it. I wish we had rewatched it because I think it would be your number one. You're, really you're right. Do. No, you're right. And, uh, and and I was surprised it was like so high up on your list, but I, like, I, that's I what, right. Well, I told you, no, it's, it could easily be my number one. I'll be honest with you. And it was for 90% of the year. It just moved down. But like, yeah, it, listen, if we rewatched a lot of these, you had infinity pool above this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> He hates it when I do that. Uh, but, well, like I said, but that's the thing, though. I've been saying this since day one, since I've been podcasting. It's so I'm so bad at listing things. Now, it, but it did remind me of why I kind of, you said the happy ending. Yeah. Now, to me, it's got one of the most, like, profound endings ever because there's that moment. That parallels the beginning scene with Rocket Raccoon, obviously, with playing Creep, right? Yeah. And then at the end, when they save all the kids and stuff like that, right, there's a moment where Groot looks at Rocket and Groot just starts fucking dancing after he plays the music. Mm -hmm. Basically saying, like, listen, you've been through hell. All these people have, too. Show them the way. Show that that doesn't That's define powerful. you. It's so profound. It's, it's giving me goosebumps right now. Like, it's so dope that it's he didn't want that to define him. He became a motherfucking guardian. Like you said, I'm a guardian of the galaxy. 
bitch. He didn't say that, but it's so emotional. Rocket, like they, like man, that shit, fucking yeah. You're right. It would be different on my list. Yeah. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But but we didn't talk about it though. But with that said, it's so profound and it's such a great message. And they all start dancing at the end and like the dog day. Yeah. And again, like that doesn't define you. Show these people the way. Like you've been through worse than they have, and like you, you know, you can transcend that. And and it's just perfect. And I've never seen a movie like that end like that. It was beautiful. And like I said, if you're an animal lover as well, and we've so. only watched that once, and it stayed my favorite fucking movie. That was it. Like, so it was good. a powerful fucking movie. Open man. the so, fucking door. It's funny. It's sad. It's. It it it, it had it had everything I needed from a movie. And this we're year. forgetting a lot of parts too, because there are a lot of moments. Even uh, I know Willis, you said the warlock stuff, like, but even like a lot of those scenes were fucking good too. Like I right. don't know, I just I love it, man. What a great fucking movie. What a great You're movie. Sadsies now. A little bit, but that's okay. That's okay. All right. Not going to be sad anymore, though. Now, why don't you tell everybody what your favorite holiday horror movie that's number one is? Well, thanks for spoiling it, Lacey Lou. <laughs> <laughs> everybody fucking knows me, knows that I love Eli Roth. And I've been waiting personally for this movie for, for fucking years. Like, I literally feel like Eli Roth went away for many years, did a bunch of fucking shit on the side, Went and fucking made shark documentaries and made clocks in the walls for kids and did all these fucking things. And honestly, like truly as a fucking horror fan that has been a fan of his since day one, you are happy for this person. I am fucking happy for him. But at the same time, as a fan, I'm like, fuck, man, I want fucking Thanksgiving. I want Eli Roth to go back to his roots Go back to that fucked up weird style he's got of of just it's a slasher, but it's kind of quirky and it's got that dialogue to it that's very specific in a way. Um and and and, and he fucking did it. And that's the point. It's not that he just oh he came back and he finally checked this off his list. Nah, he came back swinging. Like you said, that fucking Black Friday scene, which Holiday movies galore, like, they don't have many Black Friday scenes. They don't. And that one is pretty much like the cream of the crop. And he made an instant classic out of the Thanksgiving holiday, Mm -hmm. which is basically like the bastard child of Christmas, right? (laughs) Fuck Thanksgiving. Right. So they just did so much with it. They made an instant uh, classic slasher killer. And they ushered it in. Obviously, it takes place in Plymouth, Massachusetts. I got that Massachusetts pride going on. There's a lot of inside Massachusetts jokes, a lot of slang, a lot of that kind of stuff, which I love. Um, But mainly it's because, you know, I got my favorite director back after all these years. Like, that means something. That means something more than, yeah, that movie was good. Yeah, that movie sucked. Like, I'm not that type of person. I'm more of like... Hey, like, I've listened to this commentary from this director, like, 17 fucking times. Oh, and by the way, there's five commentaries, like, on this. You know what I mean? Like, I love the shit so much. I'm not passionate about fucking everything horror. Like, there's a lot of the Paranormal Activity movies where I'll fucking roll my eyes at. Uh, Eli Roth movies are my shit. 
They've always been my shit since day one, since I saw Cabin Fever in the theaters. When we saw this, I, I was so fucking full of pride. It mirrored what I said, basically, of the Turtles as well, where I just felt proud of this dude, and he's back, and they're making another one. And I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm elated. Aw. And that's that. And that's why it's my number one. But listen, it could be Guardians. Fucking Guardians gives me goosebumps. What do you want? Like, you're trying to quantify, like, this is how I feel. And I hate doing lists. Like, I love all these things. There's not many things that I love. But here's a list of the things that I do love. You know what I mean? So uh, how I can fucking put a number on those. You can't. All these fucking things that I mentioned I love. And a couple of the ones that I didn't even list, like you guys mentioned Barbie and shit. Like, it's fucking made my year. This was a great fucking year for movies. And honestly, like, I was so excited to do this show. And this has been a lot of fucking fun. And to have Willis here, like, we love podcasts. Willis, you are, like, one of my favorite people on this planet, dude, for real. Like, you're just, like, your energy is infectious, man. We will have you on Cut to the Chase any fucking time. I try. I try my best. <laughs> well, you succeed, wild man Willis. And we love <laughs> I gotta see Transformers, man. Yeah, yeah, y'all gonna be surprised how good it was, and it didn't really drag on. It was un- under two hours. Hell yeah, man! Hey, it's under what we podcasted right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, I think we're going to wrap this up here and um, get ready for uh, work tomorrow. Get Boo. ready for 2024. Yes. Um, <laughs> it was it was such an honor to have you, Willis. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so Willis. much for joining us. You're welcome. No problem <laughs> at all. And we hope you had half as much fun as we did. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much again. And for everybody who has listened and supported us, we have so much content coming your way. You were, you're about to be like, we dropped the ball in 2023. We are not dropping the ball in 2024. I picked that shit up and drop kicked it like Doug Flutie. So now maybe people are waiting for you. Then. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> waiting for you to shut the fuck up. All right, everyone. Again, thank you for a great year. And for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm Lacey Lou. And I'm Dan Chase. And this has been Willis Motherfucking Wheeler. Yes, sir. Bye, everyone. Ow. It's murder on the dance floor. You better not kill the groom. DJ, gonna burn this goddamn house right down. Four, three, two, one. Oh, no.